everybody. This is Christine here with the Unknown Humans Remain podcast. This is focused on the unidentified human remains cases that exist across the United States. Man, today I looked at the number. It was 14,496, ever growing by the minute. Uh, this is our episode 29 with our case, our featured case number 27, UP5180 with an unidentified case from California. Let's, uh, let's check that out. I decided to go back and this is the third oldest case in the database. So far, so far I have profiled the two oldest. We've got one from, if I remember correctly, 1915 and maybe 1920. I'd have to go back and look at it, but this is the third oldest case from 1927. We are coming up on almost a hundred years that this person has been unidentified. Crazy, right? All right, so let's check out the case. All right, I'm here looking at the details in the NAMIS database. Again, some of you might be listening to this on the podcast. Thank you so much. And some of you um, might be following us on the various areas where I put the full video. I put it up on Twitter, on my Twitter page. I put it up on YouTube. Um, try to get it on other sources such as Rumble. Um, and uh, I definitely posted in the Facebook group where you can join the community and um, work on these individual cases. And I'll throw this out here right now. If you have a case in your hometown that you'd like us to take a look at, uh, we try to raise funds to help identify these unknown humans, and we're happy to take a look at it for you. All right, so this, this gentleman, again, his body was found. Um, on March 29th, 1927 in San Bernardino, California. He was estimated to be around 35 to 45 years of age. We do have a medical examiner's case number and they've identified him in the demographics as a white Caucasian male. Uh, estimated age group at adult pre-50. Again, the age range 35 to 45, year of death 1927. And the um, the the days of the the time before they found him, uh, since he had died, it is listed as days. Six foot uh, height estimated, one hundred and seventy five pounds. It says measured, and the circumstances. It says unidentified deceased. Uh, again, March 29th, nineteen twenty seven. The Namus case was created in two thousand nine. So that's what um, my math, my simple math is always not good. 82 years, crazy. And we're coming up on 100 years. Um, it was found in San Bernardino County, uh, in San Bernardino, in San Bernardino County. There's no GPS coordinates, but there is some information here. We'll see what we can find out. Again, this is, you know, way back in the day. Uh, so it says this unknown white man designated as John Doe, 01-27 was March 29, 1927 on Little Mountain, approximately 100 yards west of the Kendall Drive cut. The body was described as a white male, 6 foot, 175 pounds, brown hair and brown eyes with fair complexion. So maybe they have a photograph of this person. It says all parts recovered. 
uh, not recognizable. It says decom decompo decomposing putrefaction. Um, hair color brown, head hair description browned, uh, body hair not described, facial hair not described, left eye color brown, uh, right eye color brown, no distinctive physical features. This just gets me. It says the clothing uh, not described other than a quote cap, C-A-P, on the body. Uh, no clothing near the body, no eyewear on the body, no footwear on the body, and no jewelry on the body. So it sounds like he was unclothed when they found him. Okay, we don't have any images here, so not a lot we can go on. But I really feel that this gentleman needs attention. As I mentioned, he's one of the earliest three that we have in here. I mean, just think they hopefully preserved uh, all of him or parts of him that we can help with this. Okay, so let's look at, I'm going to try to pull up this little mountain in San Bernardino. Let me see what I can find. Okay, so this is the first thing, if you guys are uh, watching this, the first thing that comes up is like a topo top topographic map. Um, let me see what happens if I click on it. Okay, so we are, oh, that looks kind of beautiful. looks a uh, very uh, dry desert. And something that is popping up here, you guys can't see, it's a little out of the frame. It says 49 Palms Oasis Trail. So um, what I'm seeing, I'm zooming in and I'm seeing, oh, it looks like it might be near uh, Joshua Tree. Maybe he could have been hiking. I don't, I don't know where his clothes are. Um, so it says Little San Bernardino Mountains. Let's see. This is, let's see, this on Little Mountain west of the Kindle Drive Cut. Uh, so that might be a little hard to, I'm just zooming out to see. Okay, so it looks like it's 29 palms. That's what I was wondering. Um, I don't know when 29 palms was created. Let me, let me Google that. Okay, so I think I'm way off on that. It says, um, this, well, the city of 29 palms. So let's see. How old is 29 Palms? That says the city. Did the army. Uh, okay, let's see. Marine Corps Air Ground Combat Center 29 Palms. Built 1952. Okay. Um, historic 29. Let's see. Crude two ro roads were built beginning in 1927. That's interesting because that's our same year, right? That is our same year, March of 1927. Interesting. Okay. So let's see. Let's do a little history here. The first recorded exploration in 1855. Native Americans. I'm not going to try to pronounce the name. Chemaweve. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. So there was three. looks like three tribes there. Um, people were looking for gold. Wow, this is so interesting. Things you never knew. Okay, um, 
I know two people that were at 29 palms. So interesting. I didn't know this. Okay, so here here's where it says crude um, two rut roads. If you guys are listening to this online, you can pull it up. It's called um, HTTPS colon forward slash forward slash visit 29 visit 29.org forward slash historic hyphen 29 forward slash it says crude two rut roads were built beginning in 1927 and the burgeoning new community established its own school it has a short but rugged history okay interesting 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 okay so I'm trying to see where I don't know too much about this. So this would be interesting. Just trying to find out. Okay, so there, I'm looking on the map now. That looks to be San Bernardino itself. And we don't have, um, we don't have really an answer here on where, what's it say? A hundred yards west of the Kindle Drive cut, Little Mountain. Goodness. Okay, Little Little Mountain, well, here's Little Mountain Drive, Little Mountain Basin Drive, Little Mountain Drive. Let's see what comes up, okay. So there's what looks to be, okay, so maybe that is Little Mountain because it's a Little Mountain in the middle of town, okay. So now we need the other street is Kendall Drive, Kendall Drive. Oh, uh, do we see it immediately? Oh, there's Kindle Drive. Okay, look. Okay, so we figured something out here. Okay, so Little Mountain here looks to be um, not in the mountain mountains where we were looking, but right smack in the middle of town. And the Kindle Drive cut. So I'm assuming, you know what that word is, um... Let me see if I can go to satellite. Maybe it'll make it a little better to not necessarily. Um, the cut. So Kindle Drive goes through it. So I'm assuming that's what they're saying with the cut. Okay. Um, on Little Mountain, 100 yards west of the Kindle Drive cut. Okay, so 100 yards. We've got 1,000 feet. So he must have been on this mountain here. So that's interesting. Maybe he was hiking, but he had the cap on, but no clothing. I, and I don't even know what to say with that. Okay, so so he probably, or depending what he was doing, was in town here and possibly lived in town. So that would be interesting to try to find out um, who was missing or maybe, I'm not familiar with this area, um, if he had come into town. And again, this is present day mapping. Um, we don't know what it really looked like back in 1927. So we'd have to look at some historical maps. So maybe that's um, a project too, but that's really interesting there. Yeah, so it's definitely... Um, in the city city area, but I think it's interesting. You know, why did I pull this up? That they were doing stuff and um, I don't know building 
building this area in 1927 very very interesting so i'm going to to take a look at that but yeah we don't have really any more information here uh, fair complexion brown hair brown eyes uh, they probably have uh, a photo of him and um I don't know uh, if you guys with the internet sluice whatever want to google and see if if they had anybody reported missing or who would have been in san bernardino aside from a resident at that time i think that's a great thing um, to google and take a look at and we can do that in um, in the facebook community where we work more but most importantly um, we want to get this guy identified and see what we can do using um, either regular investigative tools or genetic genealogy another initiative that we have i'm trying to get this to go into place there we go make that look a little better is that um, if you don't know i write books on these stories uh, to raise money for the forensic genetic genealogy work this is the first book in the series if you scan the qr code there you can uh, go and purchase that and that money goes to help identify these folks uh, concrete clues is the first book and we have Off the Rails, which is the second book. And the third story is going to get started soon. If you are a law enforcement uh, um, agency or law enforcement officer and you need help with a case getting started in genetic genealogy or whatever, um, cold case review, please feel free to reach out to me and we'll do what we can do to uh, help you get started and to get help for these folks. Thank you, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Not a good reason necessarily, but a very good purpose. Have a great day.